If you are interested in starting your own podcast, we use Buzzsprout because it is simple and easy to use. Buzzsprout can get your show listed on every major platform while giving you the resources for a great podcast website, audio players that can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and that is why over 100,000 podcasters are already subscribed to Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Following the link in our episode descriptions, let's Buzzsprout know that we sent you. So in return, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift card from Buzzsprout while signing up for a paid plan. Most importantly, every subscription through our link is always appreciated and helps support our show so we can continue delivering the quality content that you guys listen to. That being said, back to the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junkies. I'm Andrew. And I'm Joe. And this week we're ditching the reviews again. We're going for a debate. I'm going to be on the Marvel side. Joe's going to be on the DC side. We'll meet somewhere in the middle, maybe. Otherwise, ah, you got me. But we're going to duke it out, see who's better, explain our reasoning across comics, movies, TV, whatever. Just in general, which company is superior. So Joe, you're the DC side of things. You're the opponent coming into my dojo. I'll let you kind of start this off. I love both publishers a lot. I'm happy to argue DC today because honestly, I enjoy their content more, but I've always loved Marvel. I know that they got me beat in a few different categories. However, I think the major categories that make DC better, we'll start off with history. Okay, so in terms of history of comic books, DC's been doing it longer. Not by a lot longer, but I think they came out in like 1934 and Action Comics came out in 1938 introducing Superman. Um, So not only was Superman released by that time, but they came out with Batman right afterwards. And that was all before Captain America. And so DC already had the ball rolling. Captain America, super sweet. Loved how he kind of represented that World War II time. But that was at the same time DC was kind of pushing out Wonder Woman for World War II stuff. So if we're talking golden age of comic books, historically, I think DC has way more history in comic books as a medium. And I think that those characters have been around so long that they have a lot more depth. And I would start there with saying that I'm a big fan of the history of comic books. And I think DC has, uh, has a better history to it. You know what? Same here. I agree with you completely. Uh, Just to start off as well, I do appreciate and love both companies. But uh, like you said, uh, DC did come out first, but only by like a year, honestly. I'm pretty sure that Marvel Comics, before it was... Before that, it was Atlas Comics, and before then, it was Timely Publications. Uh, That was started in 1939, and that was with the first Marvel Comics 1? I think the Submariner Submariner. and uh, the Human Torch, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was in, I think, of October of 39. So they weren't, you know, too far off the game. But you know what? I will give it to you there in that degree. Not even with the age of things, but the history of the characters themselves, I think DC does a better job at, too, because your favorite character Deathstroke he was a DC thing originally and then Marvel made their own version so just how his name is Slade Wilson Marvel made their own uh, assassin called Wade Wilson who's Deadpool and so it seems like Marvel always copies everything that DC does now granted I do think they usually do it better than DC but DC is usually the first to do things same thing with Darkseid and Thanos like Darkseid was kind of a villain that could actually take down either the Justice League or the Avengers and so 
Marvel obviously had to do their own thing and kind of less popular, but the Doom Patrol is another uh, one that they came out with first and then Marvel made their X-Men and although X-Men's obviously more iconic than the Doom Patrol and overall better, you know, I'll admit that, but it just, I like that DC seems to be a little more creative and the first to do things. Yeah, I mean, it goes both ways. I don't have the long list of the characters that DC copied off of Marvel, but one of the big ones that comes to mind is who we already mentioned, Namor and Aquaman. And Aquaman is one of the pillars of DC, one of the founding Justice League members, and he's a ripoff of the other Fishman. You know, Swamp Thing and Man Thing and doing this and that. But, you know, I will also kind of agree with you there that I do personally, even though I'm the Marvel side of things, I tend to agree that DC does do it better. I mean, look at Green Eye and or Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye is lame as fuck and i'm the like marvel guy here but uh i'm a much bigger fan of submariner i'll give you that too versus aquaman but i do like aquaman at least has like a black manta you know what i mean we'll get into it a little bit later but marvel struggles with their villains a lot too is what i find oh yeah dude they struggle really hard when they have like most of the top five that's not named joker when you have magneto and dr doom and galactus and oh i'm sorry all these big hitters aren't good enough for you no fuck Thanos and who gives a fuck about the rock people that Thor fights oh come on DC has a heavy hitter for every Marvel hitter you know you could say Joker obviously you could say Lex Luthor you could say Darkseid you could say Ra's al Ghul like we can go on there's a hitter for DC villains for every Marvel but here's the thing with Marvel villains outside of Spider-Man there's really not a rogues galley for any of their popular characters whereas obviously the main ones are going to be in Batman but even Superman has a good rogues gallery Flash has a good rogues gallery. If you think about Iron Man, if you think about Captain America, if you think about Thor, Black Widow, none of them have a rogues gallery. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you on that, but I guess the same could be said for DC. You did name the Flash, Batman, and Superman that do have rogues galleries that are like fully fleshed out, have a nice little like mythology going on to them, you know, recurring strong characters. And I do agree with you. Spider-Man is the only one with a strong gallery, but it's arguably the strongest gallery that there is. Him and Batman are tied. They're pretty close. But that point aside, outside of DC, uh, they're like three characters there, you know, including the Flash. Wonder Woman doesn't have shit for villains. Ares is sweet. Cheetah, whatever. That's two villains. Most of your Marvel characters don't even have like one iconic villain. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the Fantastic Four that has all of them. The Fantastic Four and Spider-Man. But yeah, I mean, Captain America don't, I mean, Zemo and the Red Skull. Obviously Red Skull. Yeah, Yeah, but like, you know... Thor, he's got Loki. They each have like maybe one, but like Iron Man, the Mandarin, is, is that his biggest villain? Like, eh. You could like, argue Thanos, but that's more of like a, a villain for the whole Avengers. And same with like Hulk even, like Abomination, which is just like big spiky eared Hulk. But like, that's kind of it, which, you know, what? I'm starting to kind of argue for DC more and more that the more we keep talking, which isn't the point of this. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Burger. <laughs> and then another reason why DC is better, and I hate to do this to you, but off the top of my head, your two favorite characters are Shazam and Deathstroke, both DC. Yeah, but technically Shazam and the Shazam that I love is from Fawcett, so that doesn't count as DC, but whatever, dude. I also love Moon Knight, and I love Spider-Man, obviously. I mean, check the key box, bro. But the point is, 
I like a bunch of different characters. Granted, my top two are, you know, Shazam and Deathstroke, but that's also back from when I started. It doesn't mean that I didn't come to love Marvel more. When I was, a, you know, a budding DC fan myself, I wasn't a big Superman fan. Look at me now. At Marvel, I didn't like Hulk. Point is, I liked what I liked when I started, but I like a lot more things now. And if you ask the general public, I think they're going to agree with me. Marvel's where it is. Here's the other thing, too. DC set themselves up for success moving forward where I don't think Marvel did and if they're doing it now they're late to the party. What I mean by that is the legacy characters. So Wally West was just as cool as Barry Allen as the Flash. Jonathan Stewart just as cool as Hal Jordan as the Green Lantern. Like there's so many characters that came out after like the the ones that we all know and love that took the mantle and did a really good job with it you can look at all the different robins from batman etc i mean captain america has bucky but outside of that there's nobody really continuing the legacy for those characters that's the same quality as like the original people oh that's a stupid ass argument bro you want to know why because at dc they like to replace characters that are already cool over at marvel you know what we like to do we like to change their gender and race and we keep the same character and we keep trotting them out there even though they're pretty close to retirement age you know like we're just like hey you're different now but you're the same and you know what people like familiar you know so <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna say to that <laughs> i can't argue that they they take wolverine and just make him older or younger you know what i mean like they don't really change anything there boom lipstick on a pig bro and it sells <laughs> <laughs> they give captain america a beard and call it a day yeah and what's not cool about that that's a big costume change and it's gonna be a major key and then it's gonna be not a key and worth nothing in two weeks after all you guys pump and dump it so shut the hell up speaking of the costume <laughs> too i like the dc costumes better and uh, if you had to take like if you think of dc's trinity batman superman wonder woman there's not a better three characters in all of marvel uh spider-man uh sick ass costume he's sweet i mean he's not even in with like the rest of the universe though in a way he was always kind of separate up until you know recently but like sick ass costume and he's sweet um i mean you go ask somebody in india who's like the coolest superhero i bet they're gonna say spider-man they're not gonna say wonder woman and captain america's badass as fuck have you seen his costume he's got wings on his like head and he's american flag like chainmail. that's fucking sick and then you know i could go on and on and the hulk he just wears fucking purple trousers and just barges into rooms yeah he does yeah he's sick dude i wish i could <laughs> Uh, fucking funny dude i think part of the problem with marvel is that it was created by basically two people and granted those that writer and artist jack kirby and stan lee are better than any two people in dc continuity i'll give you that thank you that's my argument um but after kirby left marvel they struggled coming up with new characters when kirby came over to dc and started the fourth world and everything like that it's just like if they didn't have him they would be fucked no they wouldn't because they ignore the fourth world now and fourth world's more like fourth meal at taco bell everyone forgot about it so shut the fuck up you're telling me if they didn't have kirby they wouldn't be fucked dc marvel marvel oh no no kirby there would be no marvel yeah they'd be fucked up it's all in one person yeah but you know that's hypothetical they did have kirby and they are doing great so oh we can't talk about what is and what could be we're talking about what happened and you know what jack kirby's the best to ever do it he made his legacy 
at Marvel. They haven't really done much since he, he left Marvel. Oh, yeah. They haven't done anything in the Bronze Age when he left, when they came out with Blade and Moon Knight and Iron Fist and Luke Cage and the Ghost Rider. Ah, they're hurting for characters ever since he left. I haven't seen him make shit. I'll give you Moon Knight and I'll give you uh, Ghost Rider, but the rest of that stuff can come and go. Oh, I'm sure. And uh, you know what? On the other flip side then, what did DC make new that stuck around in the Bronze Age? Minor key villains for Batman? Obviously, I already said the fourth world stuff, but in addition to that, Neil Adams was going crazy in comic books. Different iconic covers every single fucking week. Yeah, and they were doing that shit back then too at Marvel. Everybody was doing sick covers, dude. Mm. What are you talking about? Bronze Age Marvel. Bronze Age Marvel had some sick covers. Like what? Marvel Spotlight 5, Werewolf by Night 32. I mean, those are first appearances. Great covers. I'd already give you those two, but outside of that. What are you talking about? Like House of Mystery fucking 69? Like, it's just (laughs) talking. Talking Swampy. Okay, so yeah, we're going to go with the cool first appearance of fucking Swamp Thing. That's the same damn thing as Ghost Rider. It's not the same as Ghost Rider. It's the same damn idea. We're talking about cover art. You know what? Screw it. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Well, lastly, what I would say as far as properties go is that DC did a better job of expanding their stuff more than just like the Justice League universe. Like how they brought in Neil Gaiman for Sandman, for Vertigo, and like Alan Moore for Watchmen. It seemed like they took the comic book medium seriously and more than just like the superhero characters and kind of were able to branch off more successfully. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, says Marvel and I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, we're not going to college to experiment. We're going to get a degree over here at Marvel. (laughs) Okay, but that's all I have on properties. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, dude. Okay, so history, DC, and properties, it sounds like you're kind of still on the fence. No, I mean, we're obviously winning, and I'm sure the listeners would agree. But you know what? Let's just go where Marvel does it best. Let's talk about some movies. Yeah. Okay, so not even going to argue with you. The Marvel movies are better than any DC movies. However, however, the Dark Knight trilogy is better than any Marvel movie, period. Is it better than Blade 1? Yes. Okay, yeah, I agree. Is it better than Ghost Rider 1? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, no, I agree with you with that. The Dark Knight trilogy is better than any of the Marvel shit, and I am the Marvel guy here. Across the board, you'd rather have a Marvel movie than a DC movie come out any given day of the week. Maybe it's just because I'm such a big Marvel-holic right now. I'm kind of starting to, you know, when you eat vanilla ice cream every week sometimes you're like i want rocky road i want a little bit of cookie dough in there but marvel says no you'll have vanilla and you'll like it and that's kind of where i'm at with the marvel movies now granted it's really good vanilla ice cream and dc's just kind of like i don't know frozen milk but (laughs) you know what i'm saying like it's better across the board in terms of quality and probably narrative but i'm just getting tired of the kind of movies in general as the marvel guy here too like I'm going to go walk into my comic book store. The nerd at the counter is going to come up to me. I'm going to say, can I have my pull, please? And then he's going to say, what's the name? I'm going to tell him. And while it takes him two seconds to find it, he's going to fucking pin me down and waterboard me about what I thought of the last Marvel movie. And I'm going to have to sit there and bite my tongue on why I think it was dog shit or I didn't watch it. And that's kind of where I'm at with Marvel movies. And it's to the point where I'm not seeing half of them. I feel like that never gets brought up either. Because even though... 
as a whole, they do it a lot better because it's a lot more cohesive. There's some really good DC movies that just weren't a part of like a cohesive universe. Like the Joker movie that just came out was good. Lit. Watchmen was good. Shazam. The old Superman <laughs> with uh, Reeves. Was, yeah, with Reeves. First and second one were good. Michael Keaton Batman was good. And then they got animated movies too. I mean, they're more literal adaptations of like the comics, but you know, you could talk year one. You can talk The Dark Knight Returns part one and two. They got a Under the Red Hood and Doom. They have Flashpoint even. So I, their movies aren't bad. And then moreover, I think their animated shows are better than Marvel's. So you got Batman the Animated Series, which I grew up with, and Batman Beyond. Teen Titans, right there with them. And so was the Justice League was really good. Young Justice was good. And even the Superman animated show was really good. So as far as movies go, I would give it to Marvel. Not going to argue that, but there are some really good DC movies still. And I think as far as animations go, they have Marvel beat. You know, I'll give that to you. The only place I see them, you know, kind of holding a candle in the animated realm is, you know, the classic Spider-Man cartoon, because that's a banger. I'm sure that was, you know, an influence, you know, if we saw reruns or anything growing up, like that was a banger. The X-Men cartoon. I don't know necessarily how good it was. Back then it slapped. But like, you know, that nostalgia factor is always good. Like it wasn't bad by any means the hulk was good too as far as animated shows go back in the day and then i really liked netflix's daredevil i didn't really like anything else that came out with it but the first season of daredevil was probably one of the better live action comic book stories i've ever watched i agree with all that but you know when it comes to like the television format i'm not really there when they tried to do like kind of funky stuff like legion I mean, that wasn't very, like, a faithful adaptation necessarily, at least not visually. It was a weird show. I liked that, but, like, that's not, like, what you think of when you think Marvel. Like, I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you couldn't pay me to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Why would I fucking care about pencil pushers in the Marvel Universe, dude? It's like, what are you gonna do, file a claim? It's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Exactly. No, that's boring, but... And then to bring it to the last medium, which is comic books, which is what we review, they go pretty hand in hand. I could give you Marvel or DC, but the stories that I've read, I've really enjoyed DC. Some of my favorite comic books that have come out have been Watchmen, The Dark Knight Returns, All-Star Superman, Judas Contract, and even recently Identity Crisis. So Mm. it's just like you got Dark Phoenix Saga for Marvel and a few other iconic ones. The Galactus Trilogy, Infinity Gauntlet, like there's a bunch of landmark stories you can go either way there but as far as what i enjoy even though it's very batman saturated i do like the dc comics better you know back in the day it's kind of a toss-up they both had their highs and their lows obviously um nowadays i would generally it's kind of honestly the same thing it's very cyclical in nature of you know kind of who's on top in my opinion in terms of quality not necessarily sales because like right now like i would say i'm largely a dc fan but i don't agree with a lot of kind of their publishing insights right now as to what the plan is. But Marvel, on the other hand, has actually kind of been stepping it up after a few years of being, like, straight-up gutter trash. Because, I mean, I don't know if anybody cares, but, like, uh, Immortal Hulk's ending, and if you've listened to us at all, you know we love that shit. But Al Ewing's gonna start writing the new Venom title, which I'm gonna hop on just because I'm sure Al Ewing could come up with some creative, dark, weird shit for Venom. And then Donny Cates, who I haven't even really read, but he kind of just annoys me because of how much everybody fangirls over him uh he's taken over hulk so i might give it 
the first issue and read something like that. But I feel like Marvel kind of has more of a plan as of late. Uh, I mean, I'm going to read Moon Knight now. They're coming up with interesting titles as where DC don't really seem to know again. But that kind of tied in nicely to my Marvel argument. But uh, in general, yeah, it's kind of 50-50 down the middle. And it just depends on what era you're looking at. Because I'd say Golden Age, DC, Silver Age. Personally, I like DC better, but most people would probably say Marvel had the better Silver Age. Bronze Age, probably still Marvel into the Copper Age. DC, again, into the Modern Age, it's fucking 50-50. It's like, you know, it's tit for tat with these two companies. As far as Modern goes, it is pretty even, too. Like, you mentioned Immortal Hulk, which would be my favorite of the Modern stuff, but just in Rebirth, Superman had a good series, and then just how we were talking in the last episode, like, we really enjoy Robin, which is DC. The new Wonder Girl is pretty good, and then the new Superman uh, has not come out yet, but I'm excited to put that on my poll i mean that's pretty much my argument as much as i know do you have any other you know topics questions any anything you want to bring up just that if the avengers and the justice league were to brawl superman would kill every single one of them motherfuckers by himself so uh, (laughs) dc characters feel bigger in magnitude to me because they're usually more powerful and unique i think dc does a better overall job with tone and more depth with their characters if they were going to get into a fight i'm going to give it to the justice league yeah i'd I'd probably have to agree with you there i mean but dc and marvel are just different in terms of scope really dc is about living amongst gods and marvel is just you know kind of like your average joe going through it in a way because you know half the avengers are just people with guns and bows and arrows and a shield and the only person like that on the justice league is batman and he's smarter than everybody else on the avengers so except for maybe dr banner but you know who cares but yeah i mean other than that i agree with a lot of what you said admitted as a marvel guy i mean i'm pointing it up a little bit i i tend to skew now that we're at the end of the episode i'm a little bit more of a dc guy so if you agreed with any of my arguments i'm sure you could elaborate and make a better argument to us if you really are a marvel diehard i'm just trying to do my best man but uh you know dc you know, for all their faults, they do great work. Same with Marvel. Uh, we love both, for the record. I think if you only like one and not the other, there's probably something wrong with you. You got an imbalance or something. I don't know, because they're the same shit, dude. It's superhero comics. Like, why do you hate it so bad? Do you hate Coke and Pepsi that much? And you know what? Like, are you only a Cowboys fan? It's like, what's your problem? But, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I pretty much just described Joe, but you know what? <laughs> you can't mix Pepsi with cocktails. Bet. Nah, Coke is better for the Henny. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think all in all, we had some fairly solid arguments. People should like them, you know, at their strengths and not really disparage them too much for their weaknesses because one's always going to have the leg up on the other and something. But yeah, I mean, enjoy comics. They're both lit. Not everything's lit. So if, especially if you're just like a hardcore across the board brand like supporter, you're nuts. There's so much dog shit at both DC and Marvel. You can't vouch for all of that. So, you know, pick what's cool. Granted, we know what's cool, but if you pick other shit, maybe it's cool. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, that's fine. And uh, you know what? Let us know, you know, on social media at CBJPod on Instagram, CBJ Podcast on Facebook. You know, hit us up. Let us know who you agree with, if you agree with either of us, and tell us what you like and why. We'd love to hear it. I talked to a few of you in the Facebook groups and stuff like that and kind of looked at your opinions. It seemed like a lot of you were split down the middle as well, so just tried to do some research that way before we headed into this episode. 
I'm definitely open for my mind being changed if you guys had some points that uh, weren't brought up today. I am a big Marvel fan, so don't get it twisted. Outside of that, do you have anything to add to the Marvel DC debate? No, but the only debate that you should be having, or probably shouldn't be having, is to give us a review and tell your friends. Don't debate that. Go ahead and do it. There's nothing to think about. Go ahead, give us five stars. I've seen a few you've been doing it lately, but we need more of them. Because you love our voices, and you want our voices to reach the masses. And you want to be the cool guy who knew us before we blew up. So you need to spread the word, kind of like a Jehovah's Witness, go door to door and knock. I don't blame you. If you are a Jehovah's Witness, you already know what to do. Get out there. But uh, if you're not, do what you can. Spread the word. Rate and review. Helps the algorithm. That's a bunch of technical bullcrap that I don't care about, but apparently it boosts our numbers and it boosts our reach. And that's what we need. We need to put our voices in more ears and have a better comic conversation. So that being said, I'm plugging the pod one more time on social media, CBJ Pod on Instagram, CBJ Podcast on Facebook. Those are the two avenues we use the most. Let us know. We're on YouTube. If you have friends that don't like traditional podcast mediums, that's also comic book junkies. Everything's there. Just audio format. No video yet. Maybe that's something we do down the line, but I think we need to see some more support to make sure that we're doing the right thing. And you know, if you have suggestions for what you'd like to hear from us, what you'd like to see us do, just let us know. We're more than happy to take suggestions and we can work it into whatever we're doing. Questions, debates, topics, whatever you think. We're here for you. We do the show for us, but you know, we're doing it for an audience. So we appreciate you. So Berger, what do you want to do next week? So next week, I think we do another topic. You know, we've done a lot of reading. You know, we're busy men. Let's just shoot the shit about some cool discussions, some, you know, interesting topics that surround comic books. I reckon we talk about the age-old question, do superheroes help create more villains, or do they actually kind of solve the issue of having supervillains? And then, you know, after that, I th- we have a special hidden topic for the end. I think you'll want to stick around for that one, because that one's going to be kind of fun. So, you know, we got that coming down the pipeline, so stay tuned for that. I already told you where to look for it. That being said, I've said my piece. How about you, Joe? That uh, last topic should be big silly, just like our brand. And the last thing I want to say is that Burger and I hit up a comic before recording today very small one but i do want to say that cheap keys still exist so i was able to snag a lobo today for 60 dollars. it was maybe a 9.0 so it was pretty clean i was pretty happy with that purchase i should have offered 50 but nevertheless it was under a hundred dollars so i was pretty happy about that yeah and you know likewise you know if he's plugging what he got i'm plugging what i got i was looking around after he got that and i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna buy shit and you know i found a first appearance of bullseye you know daredevil 131 i'd seen that i had owned one back in the day granted it wasn't as nice as the one i have now and i'm not saying mine's like high grade by any means but you know good 70 piece and i was just like it's not that bad so hell yeah i copped that because you ain't finding any key of any you know substantial character for less than buck 50 anymore so it's just like got a scoop uh but yeah you know deals are still to be found small comic cons are on their way back i'm ready for some big ones to come back but you know it was good to kind of wet the beak a little bit we did our thing we were in and out in 10 minutes like we usually are you know bust our shit and leave bust and pull right out (laughs) yeah (laughs) so uh scoped out the best shit there and then left so i was pretty happy today it's good to be back yeah dude every con's just like a colonoscopy scoping out the shit but you know what it is and you know what it do so catch us next time on cbj pod thanks y'all later guys